Welcome back. Class is in session here at the Apartment Academy, the multifamily industry's only operations-focused podcast and your institute of higher NOI. I'm the Dean of the Apartment Academy, your host, Daniel Cunningham. And today we have Daniel Berland uh, guest lecturing here at the, at the Academy. And Daniel is the CEO and founder of Snap, which is a, uh, a, a technology that really helps with fraud detection uh, when it comes to resident applications. And uh, if, if you haven't really thought about what an impact that can have on your operations, um, Daniel's going to shine a, a bright light on some of that today in the podcast. And I, I learned a lot myself about the, the matter. And so I don't, I can't always say that, uh, but this was a, a, a real learning process for me too. So I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. Here's Daniel. All right, Professor Berlin, welcome to the Lecture Hall 101 here at the Apartment Academy. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks so much for having me. Daniel, let's just start off talking a little bit about um, Snap, your company, which you're, of which you are founder and, and CEO. Um, just give us a little bit of uh, high level what the company does, your value proposition in, in the industry. Yeah, sure. So Snap is a data-driven fraud detection technology. Um, essentially, what we do is we determine the authenticity of financial documents. So think bank statements, pay stubs, investment accounts, uh, we just started doing utility billing as well, uh, and you know, for for the moment, we're um, focused on the, uh, the the multifamily industry, uh, helping uh, owners and uh, managers determine whether or not the applicants to their vacant units are submitting um, authentic financial documents. I'm going to ask you more about why that's important. Um, uh, how did you, your founder CEO? So this was your idea. How, how did you tell us a little about the journey? along which, uh, you know, you, you came up with this idea and launched the company. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, I, co I co-founded this business with my best friend, Noah Goldman. Um, Noah and I both grew up in L.A. We've been friends since our early 20s. Uh, both of us worked in the property management industry. Um, both of us had, you know, family businesses that owned and managed portfolios in the L.A. market. Um, and so, you know, uh, among, you know, being friends, we always also were, you know, work colleagues and, um, you know, connected on all things property management. Um, and one thing that we started to hit on really in 2017 and 2018 uh, was that both of us were, were, were noticing that more and more of the applicants that were applying for our vacant units uh, were submitting fake financial documents. So exactly what snapped uh, uh, deals with now, fake bank statements, fake pay stubs. For us, um, you know, we identified that this was um, not only time consuming for our teams, but, you know, there was a huge amount of, of, of subjectivity to our leasing teams looking at these documents and kind of using their own, you know, methods and, and, you know, playing detective um, and really kind of putting us um, not only at a, a risk of, um, of bad debt, but also, you know, potentially, you know, fair, fair, uh, fair housing violation of, of, you know, determining whether or not these documents were authentic or not. So um, we both assumed that there must be, you know, many companies like Snapped, we figured it would be kind of commoditized, just like ID verification is. Um, we both went out and kind of did our research and we, we synced up about a month later and, and we were both shocked that um, neither of us found anything. So, um, you know, we decided uh, to, to start on this crazy path of, of building this data-driven fraud detection technology uh, business together. Why, well, that's a good segue, actually, then. Why, uh, why do you suppose the incidents of fake documents has increased in recent years? Is this, I don't know, 
the more access to uh, stuff you can uh, forms online that you can buy stuff from China that makes you look legitimate. Like what's happening that's increased this problem? Yeah, I think just the advancement and prevalence of you know PDF editing and photo uh, editing technology. I mean, it's you know it's no uh, it's no secret that you know if you go to your online banking or online payroll and you want to download a document, it'll probably populate um, in a program similar to you know Adobe. Um, you know, there's a button on the right hand side that that says you know edit PDF. You click that button and it makes every single element on the screen editable. Um, does a really good job of of uh, matching fonts, and um, you know, within twenty thirty seconds, if you know what you're doing, you can you can change a PDF. Or, you know, if you're uh, if you're a little bit savvy and you know what HTML editing is, you can you know go to the back end code of a web browser and you know move numbers around on 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 your actual web browser to to make it you know look within your within your bank's uh, uh, you know web browser that you have as much money as you decide to type in. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's a function of, you know, how easy it is to commit fraud. Um, you know, I think part of it might be that applicants might not realize that what they're committing is financial fraud. And, you know, I think there's an argument to be made that, um, with the, uh, you know, increasing rents, um, that, you know, it's pushing more and more people to, to think that this is, you know, the only way that they can qualify. Well, then let me ask you, let me ask you a, a real softball question for you. You ready? Um, who cares? I mean, they, they pay their rent, right? Like, do I really care that the guy said he's got a, you know, $100,000 a year job and he's really working two jobs, making $50,000? Like, as long as he pays his rent, like, what do I care? Yeah, and I hear that, but I would I would uh, challenge the statement that who cares they pay their rent? I mean, the, the data suggests basically that 50% of evictions in the U.S. are a result of application fraud, right? So that's... Um, costing our industry about $16 billion a year. Um, you know, if you look at uh, data from, from many surveys. So, sorry, sorry, one out of every, half of all evictions, so half of all evictions are because they used fraudulent documents to secure the lease. So it's, so it's a result of application fraud in general. Um, so that's kind of the whole bucket. Um, but if you look at, if you look at, uh, the prevalence of application fraud, you know, ID verification, uh, you know, fake ID, fake identity, you're looking at somewhere between one, two, maybe 3% versus, you know, with snapped what we've seen with the uh, almost 2 million documents um, that we've, that, that have run through our system, that 12 and a half percent of our customers applicants submit falsified documents. And essentially what that means is, is an applicant who's submitting a fake document is seven times higher as a as seven times higher probability of, of ending up in bad debt and eviction than obviously an applicant who qualifies and has authentic documents. All right. And help us help translate that into some uh, monetary impact. Yeah, sure. So um, aside from the $16 billion that are lost each year in our industry, um, you know, the average eviction cost nationally, and, and, you know, of course we're looking at lost rent and, um, uh, uh, you know, legal costs and, you know, every cost that's kind of associated with an eviction, you're looking at 7,500 bucks. So, um, you know, it's not tough for, um, you know, a couple of these, these evictions in a year or bad debt to add up to, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. $7,500. So have you, I, I, not to put you on the spot here, but have you, have you backed into an ROI is like, look on a per unit basis that at, you will have, you know, 0.5 evictions per unit per year. And that translates to X dollars per year based on a hundred unit building. Like, 
can you can you give people listening some sense of okay i have a hundred unit building it means it's gonna i'm gonna be impacted perfect so the easiest yeah the easiest example for a hundred unit building is you know at least for us we charge a dollar fifty per unit per month right so if it's a hundred unit building we're going to charge you 150 bucks a month at the end of the year that's what eighteen hundred dollars so if an eviction is you know seventy five hundred dollars you know essentially uh avoiding one eviction over the course of 12 months essentially pays for the software for for two years. Um, and when you think that the average property that's using Snap is seeing, you know, between two to three fraudulent applicants per month, um, you know, I think we and our customers feel that the, the ROI is, is, is pretty, pretty, pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Even I can do that math. Okay. Um, uh, you talked to your price. Uh, one more thing. And then we want to talk about, you guys just did a, a, an interesting survey, which is what we want to, we want to talk about the results of that survey today. But, um, what is the how do you how do you guys do this like is this is that the see is there is that secret sauce like we get a little peek behind the curtain or is there is there some uh obvious way that you guys are actually able to legit make sure these documents are legitimate yeah sure so basically what we've done is um we have figured out what the digital fingerprint of every uh financial institution in the us's you know uh, uh documents are um so essentially we we have this this database of what that digital fingerprint should be we've also built um of course our, our internal fraud detection um uh, uh you know flagging system um and then you know as you start to get kind of that that the macro perspective on having millions and millions of documents and you start to create a uh a, a footprint of like well what are the qualities of a authentic document and then what are the qualities of an inauthentic document um and that's you know basically with the the, the last three years of learning and like i said you know millions and millions of documents going through um through our fraud detection solution that's that's that that's how we've come up with it so if i apply that i'm elon musk and i make a billion dollars a year you guys you guys would catch that yeah yeah most definitely even elon okay Sounds like black magic to me, but I love I love the idea. Um, it's definitely something that uh, it's a, again one of those uh, kind of technology solutions that, as an operator, you may not think of, right? Like that, that, that there's a solution for you to help you with this. You may not even be aware that you really have a problem, um, and uh, and it makes a lot of sense once you once you talk through it. So, so cool. So let's t let's talk about the survey that that you guys recently performed and and what what good information there is there to share with folks. Yeah, of course. So, you know, we did a, uh, a survey of uh, 230 institutional property managers uh, in early 2020. Um, you know, the firms that were surveyed are, you know, among the largest 40% uh, of, of those were, you know, managed at least 10,000 units or more. Um, you know, and we went through uh, a, a variety of titles, you know, property managers, regional managers, leasing managers, um, and, and all of all of those uh, of those titles were in, involved uh, with the application uh, uh, process. Eighty four percent of them were actually uh, were actually managing that process. And, you know, what we wanted to figure out is, you know, what 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 keeps these folks up at night and, um, you know, the the. Uh, results that, that came back in order were, you know, rent related issues, damage to property, obviously evictions and bad debt, you know, tenants um, just, you know, flat out, you know, skipping out. And, and of course, uh, last on the list was disruptive, um, disruptive, uh, you know, tenants, uh, you know, who are also creating, you know, criminal activity. We also then asked them about, you know, what they believed the trends were um, that were that were causing, um, you know, these problems. And, and unsurprisingly, um, you know, the, the, the number one reason they cited is essentially an increased prevalence in fraud in our society. Um, you know, I think there's no doubt, you know, if you look at PPP fraud or just, you know, 
general highlights, uh, uh, headlines in, in the news that, you know, fraud is up across the board, uh, really in every industry. And unfortunately, um, property management is, is, is no, um, you know, isn't any safer as consumers have just become more and more comfortable with fraud. Um, it's also, you know, that it's become incredibly easy to alter a financial document like a bank statement or a pay stub. You know, it's no secret that, you know, if you download a document, um, you know, depending on what software you have on your computer, it might immediately pop up in a, you know, a PDF editor or, you know, there's, there's hundreds and hundreds of websites out there. So it's, it's just become incredibly easy. And then you pair that with, you know, increasing rents, um, which, you know, of course, have been all over the news, um, pandemic related eviction moratoriums, um, you know, as far as like my portfolio in LA, that's still something that we're, that we're, that we're dealing with. And I think, I think the last one, which, um, you know, is a big one as well, is that there's less in-person contact with, um, you know, potential, potential residents, you know, more and more leasing is done online with virtual tours or, or you know, without that in-person contact, and and I think the reality is that it makes it makes people you know feel feel more and more comfortable uh, with committing fraud. Got it. And so, uh, this seems like this would uh, well. Let me let me ask this question first. Was there any indication then, like how how many on a percent basis fraudulent document fraudulent applications can does, can a property manager expect on a you know monthly basis? Yeah. So, I mean, what we're seeing, so we've, uh, I think as of today, we've got about 850,000 units across the country on a monthly basis. We're running about 50,000 applicants, you know, through, um, typically in excess of 150,000 documents. Um, and what we're seeing each month is anywhere between 10 to 12% of our customers applicants are, are falsifying documents. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's a, it's an incredibly common, it's incredibly common, um, really nationwide. I mean, regardless of market, you know, there are certain areas that are, you know, hot spots, um, places like the Southeast or Southern California are certainly hot, hot spots, but, you know, we're talking, you know, they're in the 15, 20% as opposed to 10 or 12%. So still, still remarkably high everywhere else. Um, you know, and I think, I think the other, the other bit that, that we've found to be really interesting is, is how having a document, um, uh, a fraudulent document, um, software in place, um, how it also reduces the prevalence of fraud over time. So the average property that, that's using Snapped for the first month has a 17% fraud rate. But then after four months, uh, we're seeing an average of a 35% reduction in fraud. So going down to you know 10 or 11%. Now, why would that be? Words out that Snaps at that property and don't bother submitting your fraudulent docs there? Yeah. I mean, look, this is all... Um, uh, you know, hypothetical, of course, that, you know, we, we can't see this in the data, but of course, you know, the anecdotal stories that we hear from our teams, you know, the things that we're reading on, on Reddit, um, that fraudsters are, are saying about us. Yeah, that, that's pretty much, the, that's pretty much the case. You know, there's this whole, um, you know, uh, uh, sub community that exists online, um, that is, um, you know, essentially helping one another, uh, you know, find properties and tactics of, of, of how to get in. And, you know, one thing that, that we see over and over, which certainly brings a smile to my face is, you know, basically if you see this logo or you see this document upload page, you know, don't bother. So that's a, it's a pretty cool feeling. Hmm. Yeah. That's good viral marketing for you. Take those, take those snapped, take those dark web reviews and put them on your webpage. Yeah. That does mean you need to scrub your, scrub your home address and cell phone and, you know, everything from the internet. So, uh, you know, it's good for the business, not always great for me personally. Anecdotally, uh, would you say that the most of the, the profile of people that are 
going through the trouble are sophisticated enough to create these falsified documents are they um are they are these guys all gen x folks like gen z my my generation were were too old and stuffy to figure this out are they are they younger uh, are they are they do you think it's malicious like they're participating in these reddit forums to figure out how to do this or is this just like you know is it is it is it so easy to do this now that somebody who's more or less well intentioned but doesn't doesn't have documentation showing they make enough money would do this. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I would say, you know, D all of the above. Um, and, and I, and I, you know, as you mentioned, you know, anecdotally, of course, we're only looking at, you know, the document and verifying, you know, the data within it. So we don't know the rest of the story, but obviously having, you know, a, a large portfolio of properties using us, of course, we're, we're in constant contact with our customers and, and yeah, you know, uh, um, we we aren't of the belief that the majority of this, you know, ten to twelve percent that are falsifying documents are doing so with the intention of never paying rent. Um, I think I think the majority of people are doing this well intentioned. Um, I think, you know, not to not to pontificate here too much about you know where our society is going, but. You know, I am uh, a millennial, um, guilty, and, um, you know, we grew up with social media and I don't think everybody quite understands that, you know, that's, that, that's people's highlight reels, right? That this isn't necessarily, you know, your day-to-day -day life. Most of the time I'm staring at a computer screen and I think our generation has been really pushed on credit, buy now, pay later, um, you know, uh, having this kind of instant gratification lifestyle. And so you know, if, if you look at some of these, you know, communities that are out there, I mean, they're, they're stunning, you know, and they have, um, you know, uh, common areas and pools and gyms and concierge and, and, you know, the developers and owners are doing a great job of, of making this applicant have this emotional connection with the space. Um, and, you know, it, it, it gets normalized to think of, oh, well, you know, I can move a couple numbers around and it's super easy to do and everybody does it and I'm going to pay my rent or, you know, maybe I'm going to start driving for Uber or I'm supposed to get this, uh, you know, this raise or, you know, I'm, I'm going to cash out my crypto or, you know, I think there's a lot of ways that, that people can rationalize why this is an okay thing to do. And it's a victimless crime. But again, um, you know, 50% of evictions are a result of this type of fraud. And, and if an applicant has a fake document, there's seven times, seven times higher chance that they're going to, you know, end up in bad debt and eviction. Um, you know, even the most well-intentioned applicant, um, you know, if they have fake documents, we would highly suggest, uh, you know, not leasing to them. Is this a, is this a phenomenon that you see more with class A properties with people thinking along the lines of what you just outlined, or does this really affect equally all classes of assets? You know, it really does, you know, going into this, we had, we had so many different, you know, hypotheses about, well, maybe this is a class, you know, you, you, can, you can rationalize it in so many different ways. Well, oh, it must be the more high-end communities because this means that people are more sophisticated. I've heard other people say, oh, this must be the more low-end communities where people are, you know, uh, really trying to make ends meet. And the reality is that we haven't seen any discernible data point that points to class A, class B, or class C properties more one than the other. Um, the only thing that we've seen is, is really has to do with... Um, you know, certain certain areas of the country seem to be um, uh, more of a lightning rod than others. But but yeah, as far as the uh, uh, class of property, we haven't seen anything, um, you know, actionable or useful. Got it. 
uh, any other were there any other juicy bits from the survey that that you wanted to share that we didn't you need a chance to touch on yeah i mean you know when when speaking with with you know property managers that you know the 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 big three things that you know they mentioned um that you know what the amount of time that they're that their leasing teams are spending on the actual uh, application process is um, you know unsurprisingly verifying that someone's financial documentation is is authentic is is one of the biggest you know time sucks um, having people play uh, detective trying to you know call uh, you know HR departments or um, you know, is just, is just incredibly, is incredibly time consuming as, as well as, you know, checking references. And so as much, as much technology and process, um, that, that can be brought in, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's really just a best practice of, of how to, uh, you know, keep your, keep your bad debt, um, you know, low and, and, and make sure that, you know, your, your, your properties are fully occupied. There you go. Amen. Um, before we wrap up, uh, Daniel, anything on the horizon for you guys that you that you can share with us? What's what's next for Snap? Is just executing on the existing strategy? You guys raised a bunch of money. Is that predicated on a new class of service you're rolling out? It, can you talk about the future? Yeah, most definitely. Thank, yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, look, you know, the vision has always been, um, you know, when when Noah and I first talked about this back in 2017, you know, I, I mentioned the phrase earlier of, of having an emotional connection with the space. You know, as a property owner, if you've got a qualified applicant, you know, standing there in the unit, um, you know, you, you want to transact as, as quickly as possible. And, and you know, I think what we're doing right now is is incredibly useful of, of telling you whether or not that, that applicant's documents are authentic. But of course, you know, the next step is also verifying that this applicant's identity is, you know, who they say it is. And then, of course, next is actually going to the, the, the underlying underwriting of the document. So ensuring as an example that this applicant's income is in line with a three to one income income to rent ratio you know that's that's very very much underway um for snapped and, and something that we'll be releasing in 2023 which is a essentially a a, a soup to nuts you know uh financial and identity and, and income verification so uh yeah we'll be re really excited to, to announce that pretty soon is that is that also screening i mean save background is that is that part of that actual resident screening full resident screening function no so we yeah so we don't so so credit criminal history eviction history the actual underlying application process you know we see that as being um you know a well-defined industry lots of great partners lots of great players there that are doing that and so what we want to do is 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 essentially just just add a layer and 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 verify what we think is the other 50%, which is, is this person who they say they are? And, you know, are their financials, you know, authentic and, and, and do they qualify? And we see this as being useful for multifamily, single family, you know, the credit space, financial services, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of spaces for us to go, but of course, you know, being, being, um, you know, multifamily um, kind of born and bred, that's, this is of course the, the, the first industry that we're, um, you know, cutting our teeth in. Yeah, it's nice to see technology companies born here in multifamily spread to other verticals. So we'll we'll watch closely to see as that unfolds, Daniel. Thanks for taking the time to sit with us today. If people are interested, want to learn more, spell your website for us so that everybody knows where to go. Yeah, sure. So it's www.snapped.com. That's S as in Sam, N as in Nancy, A as in Apple, P as in Paul, P as in Paul, T as in Tom.com. There you go. 
two P's and a T. Thanks, Daniel. Been a real pleasure talking with you. Good luck. Congratulations on all, on all your success so far. And uh, it sounds like a, like a great solution. Appreciate you sharing some of the details with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us at this week's episode of the Apartment Academy podcast. The Apartment Academy is a production of Leonardo 24-7, the industry's leader in multifamily operations and maintenance software. At Apartment Academy, we realize the hard work that goes into property management and the stress that comes along with it. Leonardo 24-7 takes the guesswork out of your team's day-to-day by providing customized daily guidance on tasks that need to be done, guaranteeing consistent operations across your entire portfolio. To learn more, visit www.leonardo247.com today.